Hello and welcome to the Apostles of Anime podcast, a podcast where we, myself, Ian, Isaiah, and Gavin talk about, you guessed it, anime. What is today's episode, you might ask? When? I would be glad to tell you. Today's episode is all about what makes a good protagonist. <laughs> I'm not gonna I lie. think you'd run on it for that one. If, if I was watching a podcast and somebody started talking like that, I would almost immediately click off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> get cultured. Come on now, guys. Get all right, we're having, we're having a little fun. All right. Anyway, taking things on a serious note, because this is what it is. Because the most <laughs> mature thing that we could do is talk about anime. So let's, let's just talk it about it. It is life that, and right? business Thank you. and love. Yes, yes, exactly. So anyway, today's episode, as I said, is what makes a good protagonist. So... Maybe we should define what a protagonist is first, because someone, <laughs> Gavin, didn't what know mean? what <laughs> didn't know what a protagonist actually was. So, Gavin, you still have that definition up for for our, uh, our listeners out there? Maybe you could let them know. So, all right. For the record, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> However, off the record, <laughs> just give me a second here. <laughs> All right, so what word are we looking up again? Protagonist? We're looking up protagonist. That is the word of the day. That is the the key word. That is the word of our episode. So I just want to make sure we're all in the same page. So, so, a protagonist is the leading character of a story in the simplest terms. That is the Wikipedia definition. Okay, awesome. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. Now, also as a little caveat to that, because there was another definition that could include maybe not necessarily the main, main character, right? So if we're talking about Naruto, it doesn't have to be Naruto specifically, right? right. right? That, that can include... We're including like title characters or major characters. Here's a secondary definition. Right. An advocate or champion of a particular cause or idea. Yeah. So advocate, champion. Well, that confuses things a little bit. But let's just. Yeah, we're just going to stick with the first definition. But it's all right, Gavin. Thank you for your help. Um, (laughs) He's going off the deep end with this Wikipedia. Yeah, Yeah, we'll take it from here. Thank you so much. But. (laughs) No, but anyway, that's what we're going to be talking about. We want to talk about some of our favorite uh, protagonists within anime, uh, why we like those ones specifically, and just moreover, what we think makes a good protagonist. So, again, opinion based. Although I think some of these laws are, are universal, right? <clears throat> um, sure, and we kind of sure. wanted to divulge into that. So what makes a good protagonist? What? Who do you guys like as protagonists? Any specific anime? Hit me oh, with it. Uh, let's see. I think I'm going to start with one of the more recent anime that I've been watching. One of my favorite protagonists is probably Yang Xiaolong. Uh, she's from Ruby. She's, as the title suggests, not the main character. Uh, that would be Ruby Rose. Um, but she's one of the core four main characters of the of the show. Uh, and I think, like, what I like about her is inevitably what I think the one common trait is amongst anybody on, like, my list is that she's an inherently flawed character. And I guess most good characters are, but... So I guess I don't just mean, like, that she's inherently flawed and, like, that's it, but but that it's almost, it's this, like, they're flawed in, like, an almost unconventional way. Um, I, there's just something about that that I find, Can like, you elaborate on that a little? Yeah, so, like, so to go with Ruby, like, the four main characters all obviously, like, have hang-ups, right? They all have, like, weird, quirky personality traits. So, like, Ruby is the youngest member of the team, um, so she has pretty much all of the, I guess, caveats and, uh, like, quirks that you would associate with that, um, being, like, very insecure about, like, how people treat her, if they respect her, but also just being young, right? So she doesn't fully understand 
like the world and, and you know she hasn't really grown up and, and experienced a lot yet uh, and then you have weiss who is a girl a woman that comes from royalty right and so her, her whole character and arc is defined by her getting over like the hump of like close-mindedness and like experiencing the world and learning different about different people and different perspectives um and you have blake who is a faunus which basically in this show is the equivalent of like any minority group um so her character arc and and personality traits as you can imagine come with the same ones that most minority groups have right she's like naturally cautious of people uh humans mainly um and she doesn't she's not easy to trust um and she's very quick to like drop problems and run away um so she has this whole hang up about like trying to leave her past behind um but yang is the only one who i don't know i guess doesn't have like such a such a storybook character flaw right like her whole character flaw is just that like she grew up and she had to do it alone you know what i mean yeah and, like so that shaped her whole character right her character as at the start of the show is like this very free spirit like very like fiery go-getter kind of character like she's just like she just loves fun because she loves having fun right and she's not afraid to like scream and sing and you know what i mean like she just doesn't care but it's not until a couple seasons into the show that you find out the reason for that is because she didn't get to do that in her childhood right she her parents died when she was little well her mom died when she was little and her dad was fairly absent and she had ruby who's her actually her like younger stepsister so she had to essentially assume the role of parent and like make sure they were both okay you know what i mean um and one is like a personal connect there's, there's a personal level that i relate to on that but more importantly like again it's just it's so real you know what i mean like that those are things that happen to real people right and, yeah and not to say that the other things aren't real things but there's just something so like i don't there's something so simple about it i guess sure that i love and i think it actually makes it more complex yeah absolutely no, that's uh, I like that. It's very well said. Was there anyone, Gavin, that you had in particular that you wanted to? Well, in particular, um... <laughs> you're right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had a revelation during that whole time Isaiah was talking, and I was thinking about protagonists and antagonists. And I'm just... <laughs> I don't think this is like also an English class for Gavin. Gavin, if you're about to tell me that you mixed up what protagonist and antagonist is. <laughs> I can't say I'm going to be mad, but I will most certainly be upset. <laughs> so go ahead. <laughs> with that in mind. Yeah, with that okay, in mind. Okay, well, um, it kind of crosses that bridge a little bit. But um, <laughs> one of the characters that I, have, uh, that I have thought of, I can't really figure out if they're would be considered a protagonist. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> Let's do um, this. Let's unravel this right now. Koro Sensei, Assassination Classroom. I couldn't tell you because I haven't watched the yeah, show. Yeah, that's right. So you're useless. So fuck you. <laughs> All right, Isaiah. Because he kind of crosses both of those bridges where, like, he, Bridge. he is... <laughs> I said that fucking stupid. He is, like, a protagonist. But then again, he also is, like, the anti... So that's why I was thinking, like, what would he really uh, be considered? I don't, yeah, I, I guess that one's, like... You couldn't have just pick another anime, my nigga. Like, that, <laughs> Yo, what do you so, mean? That was so complicated because he is kind of the, the pro and antagonist of the story. Pick something else. <laughs> Next on the list. All right. Well, Koro Sensei is amazing. Um, similar to him, Saitama, One Punch Man. Okay, there there we go. go. There yeah. we go. Oh. That would be a protagonist. No, yeah. You just called me a good boy and patted my head and said, I'll do what you wanted. That's um, a good boy. Come here. Um, I just love fucking characters that don't give a complete fuck about anything or anybody, but yet they do. And that is kind of the essence of 
Saitama and even Koro Sensei. Like, in the end, he doesn't give a flying fuck about yeah. anything, but he does about everyone, you know? Um, and they're complete savages in the meantime, especially Sai. He's just like, yeah, no, um, let me walk with my groceries, bitch. You cannot try to fucking kill me right now. Like, I just love that. Now, when you say that they don't care ab- yes. about people, but they do, do you mean that out of because of their ignorance, where it's like they're kind of goofy, or that they, well, in they their, just don't? In their cases, Korosensei and Saitama, they're both stupidly OP to the point where it's like, having a meaning for them it's hard because they have nothing like to live for they're just like i can literally just blow up a planet in one punch like like what's the purpose you know Mm -hmm. so it's like they just get to the point in their life where they just don't give a fuck about anything they walk through and they're like yeah well this is the next day okay that's more side but they still care about their like appeal and essence to other people especially side people call him that side it's a dope nickname well, I am. I nigga Sai. He I goes, just feel like... Gavin yeah, goes, well, I am. <laughs> I don't feel like saying Saitama every second. It's a mouthful. But that's so true, oh, though. You were, I thought you were referring to the other guy this whole time. You were saying Sai. Like, the other guy you were comparing Saitama to was named Sai. No, I didn't was know literally... you were referring to Saitama well, that's what I'm the saying. entire time. That's such a cool abbreviation because I also kind of, like, get... Tired of saying Saitama every time I reference I the show. I also don't like long words. <laughs> <laughs> They're just a hassle. It's like fucking Kevin from The Office. You don't need big words to make <laughs> sentences or some shit like that. Yo, my nigga Sai. I love it. I agree. You. Dang. You. No, he's definitely... I, I think that um, a funny thing that makes a good protagonist sometimes is when they're just blissfully ignorant right and it's like they're they're borderline goofy and that could definitely amuse me at times right where it's like they're just so clueless to what it is and that that and i mean saitama is like the literal epitome of that i love it for sure so it is actually hysterical you know what i mean that he just loves these regular human mundane things and like he's really not a sharp guy at all but he's just living life, yeah, dude. Man. And you know, if somebody comes down the pipe and fucks with him, like you're getting wrecked. <laughs> yeah. You know? But that yeah, I don't know. I think that's funny. And I also liked Isaiah's point that he that he brought up, which is a huge thing for me when it comes to protagonists that I like. They have to be human. And when I say human, I, I put that abbreviated because you know it's anime. That, yeah, A that and B that it can imply that can imply a lot of things. But I like the fact that or I like protagonists that aren't perfect. Uh, I think Saitama's an exception. Well, he's not perfect because he's stupid. But yeah. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> like I'm generally not a, a fan of protagonists that are, like, way too overpowered. But Saitama's, like, it's a parody. So, right, like, that's yeah. the point. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. But in an anime that's trying to be serious or, you know, not One Punch Man, uh, I think that be, having a, a protagonist that, that's flawed, inherently flawed, uh, like Isaiah had, you know, had mentioned before, and, you know, they're human because it makes it relatable, right? Like when Su- when Superman first came out, I know it's slightly off topic, but it, it makes sense. When Superman first came out as, you know, as comics, what had happened was is that at first he was the man who could, you know, leap over a building in a single bound, right? And mm-hmm. he could do all these things and people liked it. But what happened was Superman started getting just ludicrous powerful, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. To the point where it was sure. just like... Nothing could even touch Earth before they got fucking decimated, right? Yeah, yeah. And what happened was, as you might guess, is that comic book sales for Superman went down, right? People didn't like that because it, they couldn't relate to it. There was no human element. There was no struggle. There was nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. There was there was no um, obstacle to overcome. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, this bad thing's here, obliterate it, right? Right. No one's going to get behind an archetypal figure that is essentially God, 
right? Because then it's like, why do we have? Why do we even have this yeah. story to begin with? So I think that's a very or it's like it, it's hard point. because it comes off preachy, right? It's like Superman who can't be hurt by anything, who can do everything, is telling you, you know, how to live your life and what to do, exactly. and you're like, well, what do you know about it, man? You can't really, you know what I mean? So that's why, and I think like to get to what you're getting at is like to know that the characters that are preaching about a certain idea or mindset that they've gone through something that you can relate to correct automatically puts you on the same level. Yeah, it's like I know what you're talking about, and you're making sense because like. You're speaking from perspective or from experience. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I like almost that. You know, I like almost like those moments of doubt at times. Not that I want them to be doubtful the entire time. So one of the pr- uh, protagonists that I really like on this list is actually Gone from Hunter Hunter. Uh, for so for anyone that's seen that show, like I love that kid because he's just so tenacious and he's also a dimwit. He's also really <laughs> stupid, but it's like it's comical. You know, he he's good hearted. He's he's kind spirited and he's going to do whatever the hell it takes to become stronger and he doesn't give up like he's not he's he doesn't really fear and that could be because he's stupid and or just because he's brave probably a little both you know but one thing about gone i remember there's a scene where it's not really spoiling anything if you haven't seen it plus the show came out in 2011 like come on boy you know catch up here what the fuck you doing Mm -hmm. but beyond that uh i got a head nod going on and everything what the fuck you doing you ain't kind of but um lebron james but anyway so there's a scene through all the memes yeah so there's a (laughs) there's a scene where gone uh needs to go so there's the this island that has like these really powerful motherfuckers there and they're sending these strong people to go fight them right before they get off the island and therefore fuck up humanity nobody wants that at least humans don't so gone basically wants to go there but the chairman is like you can't go there unless you beat x person right Mm -hmm. because like you you're literally going to be a weight like we you're gonna drag us down and at this point gone has gone through a lot right like he's trained his ass off he's gone through everything but long story short he loses pretty handily okay and he's not allowed to go and like that just totally takes his heart and and rips it out right like that to him is like he has this moment of crisis where he's like he breaks down and he cries and he's like you know, I, I hate this feeling. Like I, I want, I need to be strong and not just physically, but he's like, you know, I need, I just, this is the worst feeling in the world. Right. Yeah, Where yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm not strong enough to make a difference. Right. Right. Where a lot of people almost have that guilt. Like maybe if like a close one or something dies and they have like this, you know, this, this guilty remorse, mm. you know, I could have done something more. Right, right. And like, you know, I like guess to an extent, it, yeah, it, to an extent it might be healthy because it motivates you to, you know, do things, but you know, Everything goes both ways, but I just I thought that was very human of him, and where some people might you know complain where it's like oh he's just crying, you know what I mean? I think that's very important, right. and I actually leveled with Gone on so many levels. Oh sure, yeah. You know, uh, because not that I'm some dude fighting off extraterrestrial beings or anything like that, but, but the, because, the like, point is, is that yeah, you know the mean? point is is that I can relate and I can relate to wanting to be able to do something to help someone or to achieve a goal and just not being strong enough, whether mentally, physically, maybe even spiritually, if you're down that road, you know, all those kind of things. And I thought that was really cool, you know, that he did that. It made him very human, made him very human, you know? So I don't know. I think that's an important part. No, definitely. I think that, I think like you have to like to, to not play devil's advocate, but like to, to go on the opposite end of this for a minute to make a point. One of the least favorite uh, protagonists that I, like have is Kirito from Sword Art, mm. and it's because he exemplifies all the traits of Superman. 
right? He from the from the gate from the minute the gate opens, this dude just can do anything. He knows how. To, and if he can't, he can do anything. If he doesn't know how to do it, he knows how to figure out how to do it. Yeah. Right. There is no real struggle other than like the literal imminent struggle of the plot, which is like we could all die. So there's nothing that he goes through where you're like, ah, oh, dude, like I feel for you, man. Because like the whole time you're just like, who are you? Who is this? You know what yeah. I mean? What you were saying before about like like Gone, where where it's like he's crying and you relate to him on that level. It's like, well, yeah, because he's doing things that like you've done and you will do. You know what I mean? So you on, on a human level, you know, yeah. you know, it, it's obviously not like the same exact thing, but yeah. like. You you know that feeling, yeah. And so when characters exemplify like human emotions, you know, surprise surprise, it connects to us humans. You know and what I mean? Just something I want to add to that too, as far as Sword Art is concerned, because I've seen first ten episodes or so of Sword Art. I feel like they try and do a good job at making you relate to him. Let me finish though. In that, I do I do like how they make it where it's like this struggle of being with those that are inherently weaker than him and like trying to watch them grow and then they they die or mm. something like that and he has to deal with like the guilt in that sense right where it was like I'm like all powerful yet I couldn't save said person right. things like that I get that and I think that's good if you're going to go that route but in my personal opinion at the end of the day I still think characters that are inherently more human and flawed and not overpowered are much more relatable than someone maybe like Kirito from Sword Art, you sure. know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like, I understand that premise and where it's coming from, but at the end of the day, oh, yeah. I just, it's harder I for me think... to get behind that because it's like, I don't know. I just, they need to be human Yeah, to me. Definitely, you know? definitely. Like one of my other, one of the other guys on my list is Sasuke from Naruto. I think like, for, and for a long time, it's funny, like for a long time, I, I bounced back between the two, like Naruto and Sasuke. I actually, like when I first started watching the show, very much Sasuke was my favorite character. But it was, like, very surface level, right? He was the cool kid. He was, like, the dude that could do everything effortlessly. Sure. He was the Uchi. You know what I mean? He was, like, the bee's knees. Um, he Not was job. The nigga. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was funny because as I watched the show and as I grew up, I started to appreciate, like, what, who, as a person, who Naruto was, right? He was the kid who always came second best. He was the one who always pushed harder than everybody else only to make it just barely to the finish line. And as I, like, experienced life and grew up, I was like, well, wow, kind of starting to relate to that one a little more. Like, one, that's like, oof, <laughs> that's a reality check. Right. But um, two, it pushed Sasuke farther away, right? Because then he became, just as we were saying before, he became less human in the sense that he became this person that could still just sort of triumph and he could still just do everything he needed to do. And there was no, there was no human uh, consequence to the things, like, you know, to him progressing and doing the things that he was doing, Right. And so for a long time, even after I finished the show, that's sort of where I sat. But it wasn't until, like, the, se- the now sequel series Boruto came out that, like, my opinion has really, like, come full circle. And again, I think, like, it, through this, like, so through the sequel show, what I think is really cool is it, it does make a very, like, sturdy point to emphasize the fact, like, that Sasuke's character arc has come full circle and that he is actively, like, trying to, like, be a better person, you know, make a difference. Um, and that he genuinely like, loves his family and wants, like, the best for, like, Sadra sure, and, and yeah. Sakura and everybody. And, and again, it's just something about, like, this guy who, you know, can't expect forgiveness from anybody. He's done so many terrible things, but, like, at the end of the day, instead of just ending it or, you know what I mean, or just, like, like committing to this life of crime, he, like, in, granted, with a very, very large hand from Naruto, like, decided to, like, stay on the path of good, you know what I mean? Come I can, the path yeah, of good I can like, always respect characters that aren't fully good. 
and yeah. almost maybe borderline evil in yeah. some ways, right? And like I'm not rooting for them to be that, but they walk the line between this chaos and order. Right. And they choose they choose good, even though they know the evil that's within right. them. And I think that's what makes them so much of a better hero, if that's the, the, the aim they're going for, is that you they know they're not special, right? They know that there was an experiment. I think there was an experiment done. Or it was in a book or something like that. And I don't know the name of the book. And it's really not too relevant. But the whole point was it was about a bunch. It was the story of a bunch of uh, German police officers, if I'm not mistaken, during World War II. Basically, what it was is that when Nazi Germany was taking over, it was something along the lines of like the the stories of these men who were morally good men, right? They were police off. You know, they were police yeah, yeah. officers. They were doing what was right. And basically the whole point of it was is that they, they never thought of themselves to be able to slip into that, you know, descend into that chaos and that evil mm-hmm. because they were, you know, they were good men. But by the end of it, they're committing atrocities, right? Yeah. And the whole point of it was that don't think yourself so pure and pristine that you couldn't walk that path. These people, these heroes, these villains, a lot of times they're cut from the same cloth, right? Like you know, like Batman and Joker, they're part of the same coin. They're two yeah. sides of the same coin or like Sasuke and Naruto even, right? They yeah. both come from struggle, but they're, they've, there's paths split. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate the characters that understand that there is evil within them and they maybe have the tendency to release that, that rage or that animal, yet they choose to use that aggression and things like that to do good. Even though they had to, even though to do evil would be the easier choice, they choose right. the right choice, yeah. and I think that that makes a very good. Uh, protagonist, we also gotta be know? careful because a lot of those situations they're put into them for purely survival. So, like you were talking about the German officers, they didn't really have a choice to be an officer or not because if they chose not to, their whole family was getting fucking killed. You that's, know, but that's that's not, that's no, no, the no, thing no. where it's that survival instinct to where they don't really have. That's a choice not the thing though. though. They do have a choice. Within the book. So I don't want to get too far into that because it's going to divulge off the subject. Okay. But I'll figure out the name of that book gotcha. and give it to you. But the point is, is that these people don't like... Because it's not It's not like Nazis just came into power. Not to yeah. get too off topic, but it's not like Nazis just came into power. And it's like, boom, if you're not with us, you're dead. But End of story. Fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, there, it was <laughs> they got slow... to that point, though. They got to that point where if you don't join us, you're, de- you're getting yeah, but, killed, you know? But, but, and I mean, when you're in that lifestyle same thing you can even make that argument with sasuke to where he developed his way because he felt like he needed to for survival and that hatred toward uh fucking his brother he wanted to kill him the only way he could do that is to take that dark path and that's the way he he found it he could have done it in an alternative way but he felt like for his survival and for you know achieving what he wanted to do he took that path of evil i disagree but i i do think you? that's yeah i mean i, I mean I, I, think that, I, I think that's, that's another... how that's how i feel he was you know, he had a main goal. He knew what he was getting into. He said he knew what he was doing was wrong, but he felt also that he had no other path to take to where he could have achieved his goals when you never know. He could have, but he chose to take that evil path. It was his It was his decision, and that's what turned me off to him as a character to where he knowingly became an asshole, and he knew that he was and says, like, yeah, I know what I'm doing isn't right, but I feel it's the best way to get the most effective results. Right. And I just kind of took that as more or less the cheap way out because you look at Naruto, yeah, he had he had help and all things under the sun, but yet he lived a life to where he didn't have to commit to evil, and yet he is not not only just as powerful as him, but made more of an impact than Sasuke could. You know, I, his entire I, life. That I agree with you 100%. And I, I just, I just, I feel like people narrow themselves to one path because they feel like to out of necessity into where there are other outlets that you can kind of expand and better yourself as a person without taking other people down. Sure. That, that's, sure, my, sure. that's my two cents on that. I mean, I guess, but like, that's the whole 
like that's I guess that's why Sasuke would be my like that's why I like him is because yeah it took him longer to get to where Naruto and everyone else was right as far as like his mindset and yeah. where he like knows he needs to be mm-hmm. but he did get there yeah right because it he because he very easily yeah, could have gone the down, other way you know he took down so many people like all right I'll throw I'll throw a mix in it play devil's advocate Kakashi he is very similar to Sasuke but. Mm. Again, he took a different avenue, and you can say he is a better person, and even as a mentor, where right. yeah, he has his personal flaws, very similar to Sasuke's, but he didn't go down that avenue to where he took other people with him. Sure. And and, and granted, you know, he did in a, in a sense, right, but um, right. it wasn't out of pure malintent to where he knowingly, you know, was a cock. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think that's my drawback to Sasuke, just as a character, to where I look at Kakashi, and I'm like, this is kind of your embodiment as a person, that's, and that's you could have... Like aspired to be like him, and Kakashi was willing to help him. Like he took him in under his wing because he was mm-hmm. so like they they're kind of the same so person. Similar. The father, yeah, they yeah, yeah. The shit out no, of the family, definitely. and they live very similar lifestyles. And Kakashi knew that Sasuke didn't have to go down that path, especially to seek power. And it wasn't like Sasuke didn't have a choice to go a different avenue. I think that's what more pissed me off is that he had someone who was there and willing to help him. Yeah, and he kind of was fair. like, yeah, I'm going to take all your advice if I'm I think, over you. I think, you know? Right. That, that's totally fair. I mean, that's that's an annoying, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah. People do that and that's annoying. But I think, again, like what makes it, what I, what I like about that is that like inevitably he never had to make the choice to go back, right? It's so much harder to do the right thing and choose at the end to be like, it's, he's like the, he's like the he's good, like the prodigal the right son, exactly. You know what I exactly. mean? That went out and was brash and made stupid right. decisions, but it was that much more satisfying when he did come back because it was like he saw the folly of his way. Sure, or it's like it was like what you were saying with with Kakashi, where it's like there was a while where both their paths hit the same, like yeah. tread the same light, but Kakashi never actually stepped over the line, mm-hmm. right? He never did anything that was so unforgivable that if he wanted to have come back, he like he could, you know what I mean? Sasuke. Did he made a lot of wrong choices before he yeah. made any right choices, and so it was, it's like I said, it's a, it was innately harder and a bigger deal for him to willingly decide to then start doing the right thing. Which again, I get like why you wouldn't like that. I just well, let's, like, let's get off that real okay. quick because we've we've rambled way too long on the Sasuke, <laughs> on the Sasuke <laughs> debate, and I feel like we could talk three hours on yeah. the bloodline of the whole Hujia the and how they're all fucking psychopaths, <laughs> and we'll go from there. But anyway, Second Okage. No, I'm just kidding. So, Gavin, though, is there is there anything else? Is there anything else? Kind oh of almost God. in closing at this point that you wanted to add to what you think is a vastly important part in in order to make a a good protagonist. And they don't necessarily have to be good, you know what I mean? Just whatever you think is in intriguing. Like, what if you would, were writing you know? a story, what would you want the yeah. main character of that story to be like? I, I'm i very much a fan of similar how the way Guts is written to where... Don't even get me fucking I, I know, scared. I know. I was waiting for it to come in. I didn't <laughs> want to steal it from if you. If you didn't think throw... that Guts was the number one <laughs> fucking protagonist on this men- list, yeah. you are sorely mistaken. But I chose to try and dial my Berserk fandom back for just an episode and talk about Gone. I wanted to give somebody else some Dude, love. so was I. I was trying so hard not to mention Sasuke. Ooh, look what happened. Yeah, no. <laughs> this episode might be another 30 minutes if we keep going. But I'm going to let... I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to shut my mouth. I'm going to let Gavin... Take it in the reins. Take it home. Please, take it home Take for it me. home. So, I'm trusting you with this. <laughs> oh, my God. I have, right. a, have a lot. I can't yeah. mess up here. This is very important to me. <laughs> this is very important. He Guts hits all the boxes to where, you know, at the end of the day, he it's Guts fucks. He doesn't give a fuck, but he does give a fuck. It's kind of what I went before, where you don't give a fuck, you do give a fuck, but he's a complete badass. He's He claws away at every sit- shitty situation that hits him, whether it be, you know, 
he, like, I don't want to fucking spoil anything. So Isaiah no. hasn't fucking watched it, so I have to bite my tongue on it. Dude, just, we've stick, been trying... just, just stick to the character breakdown, all right? Let's not, let's not. I love the way that he handles situations to where it's just like, I'm going to fucking kill you. You know, it doesn't matter what you say to him. It's just like, if you somewhat as breathe wrong in my direction, he just gives him that look and he's like, don't you fucking mess with me, you know? It's just he reaches that point in his character arc to where it's, it's him against the world and he's just going to fuck anybody who comes by him and i love that and it's kind of what goes it's like that him against the world vibe that's like akashi that's even core sensei that's that i i like like that that theme where man against the world yeah where they shoulder everything it's on them and they're like i'm just gonna fucking get my ass through it you know i i love that determination that grit and those people kind of hit the that mark for me all right ian i'll let you go how about you if you had to write a main character what would you what are the essential things you'd want him to be like or her um, yeah, absolutely. I, I think they need to be driven. I think they need to know their goals. I can't. I don't think it should just be like something so generic, where it's just like the power of friendship. You know what I mean? Like it needs to be something. So you don't more want than to rewrite that. Sailor Moon. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. That's definitely not an intriguing protagonist to me. They need to be driven. They need to again know their goals. They need to pursue strength. Whether that it doesn't have to be physical. When I say strength, they just need to want to become better push their limits in order to do that. They need to be punished for their decisions too. Um, You know, I don't like it when um, a protagonist maybe makes, it's either the right or the easy decision and they make the right decision. You respect them for that, but this is real life. So sometimes they do have to sacrifice in order to do that. And I love it when a character gets punished for that and Mm -hmm. grows and learns from that. Uh, You know, I like ones that inspire others to be better. Uh, and kind of bring others up all around them because that's something that I feel like needs to be exemplified in a lot of people. So when a protagonist does it, it's always, you know what I mean? It's always good. And then again, you know, they need to be human. You yeah, know, like I said yeah. before, I, I sound like a broken record, but I can't stress that enough that no, it's, like it's a character a... needs to know, you know, they, they need to walk that line between chaos and order and they need, you know what I mean? They, they, they're flawed. They're yeah, flawed. Yeah. They're not overpowered. But just as like kind of a, a fun one, I do love ones that are problem solvers as well. You know, the fun, the goofy ones and, and derpy ones are, are are funny and amusing. But I do love a, a character like maybe like Norman or something like that who can really think his way out of a situation. But I think most of all, just for badassery and why I think guts hits all of those points, obviously. But I think the number one is that they have to have heart. Like they fight until they're fucking broken. And I'm already feeling my blood boil because I'm getting fucking amped up just talking about it. Like, I want to see, like, that's like Guts or, like, fucking Afro from, like, Afro Samurai. Even Deku, right, from fucking My Hero where he literally will punch someone and his arm is, like, fucking broken in every which way. That is the most fucking hardcore metal shit to me. I love seeing that shit. I love seeing characters just fight tooth and nail. Their body is just fucking broke, <laughs> and they do not fucking care. And again, I think guts is probably why probably why I like him so much is because he exemplifies all that to like the absolute max. Especially to anyone who's read the manga, like you could just refer to some of the art, and it's like my dude's got all of his fucking fingers snapped in half and shit, and like crazy stuff, and he's just like. Oh, dude, I'm getting fucking fired up right, just thinking about it. But anyway, anyway, so let's bring it down. Anyway, so Isaiah, if you want to close this off, please, before uh, I fucking um, punch the table. Yeah, Ian's going to go take a bottle of Tylenol. Yeah, so I think, well, I, we're, we're sort of cut from the same cloth. I mean, I, you know, as we stated before, I also like, I like a character that's very human, very flawed. But I think, like, just a character that, like, grows and, grow, you know, makes mistakes, like, doesn't always make the right decision. 
Um, like you were saying before, how like a character gets punished for making the right decision because sometimes right decisions come with sacrifice. But people don't always make the right decision, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. when it's very easy to pick either right or wrong, sometimes people pick wrong. People are selfish and they suck kind of most of the time. And part of growing is learning how to pick the right decision more often than not. But you don't start out that way. You start out being selfish and doing things that you want to do. And, you know, so I, I want to see characters grow because for me, it, it, it's hard for... A, it's hard for a character to like come at me with an idea or a motif, you know, or, or a, a way of thinking, a perspective, when you don't know their story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to preach when you don't know what you're preaching. So I, I just want to. I like that. Be real. I think that's a good line to end off on too, you know. But anyway, I think that's just about going to do it for us. We're right over thirty minutes here. Uh, if you want to keep up to date with us, uh, you could follow us on Instagram. You could follow us on Twitter. You could follow us on our Facebook page. You could look us up on YouTube. You could even, hell, I'll fucking throw out a Snapchat maybe in there <laughs> once in a while. Now, but if you want to follow us, you know, and keep up to date with the latest that's going on, you can find us on all those social media platforms, Apostles of Anime, No Spaces. If you want to listen to us and you're looking for the platform to do that, again, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, as well as Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, and CastBox. So we basically got everything covered that we could think of yep. <laughs> beyond there uh, on a weekly basis. But beyond that, I think we've said our piece. I think it was it was well said. And until next time, we are out. Hey, folks. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate the support. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Apostles of Anime, where you can keep up with us and offer new ideas for the show. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Podbean, and more. Again, thanks for tuning in with us. We'll meet you guys back here next week to talk about all things anime.